0: Hi everyone and welcome back to Real and Raw with Helen Derbyshire. This episode is going to be talking about business and starting your business, misconceptions about business, struggles in business, tips and tricks in business and all that kind of stuff and I did plan on doing this podcast but a little bit further down the line um, and I'm probably going to revisit this with a guest Um so, yeah, but I thought I would get stuck in because um, I got a question on my story yesterday and it sparked my interest and it was about tips and tricks of business. And initially when I saw it, I thought there are no tricks to business, you know, it's just hard work. But then I thought, you know what, there actually are, but we take them for granted because we're doing it. And it's like trying to tell someone how to drive. You just do it. Um, and, you know, just trying to teach somebody who knew how to drive who's never driven before, all these little tricks and, you know, the way to do it would be very beneficial to them. So that's what sparked this um, podcast today. And I'm going to delve into a few areas of business. I'm not going to speak so much about my business. I'm going to speak about what I learn and I'm always learning every single day um, and the struggles and things like that and how to overcome it and what to kind of expect. Um, But I want to start by saying business isn't easy and I don't know if people know that or if it's betrayed to be easy. It's one of the hardest things I've done so far in my life um, is running a business and probably more so now than ever um, in the last two years with um, my newest business. This shit's not easy Um, and you know like I said learning something new all the time and you have to learn something new all the time. One to stay you know on top um, and you know, be providing the best service you can or whatever it is in your business um, and two legislation and laws and taxes and all these kind of things you have to stay on top of and three then just running a business and making money and profit and loss and overheads and all those kind of things there's so much to go into every business some businesses don't have necessarily so many overheads and others have tons um, but I want to kind of start with the reason why you should start your business or why you shouldn't. If you're starting a business or thinking of starting a business to get rich, you're either going to fail pretty quick or be miserable as fuck. Because you get to a point, and people's points like levels are different, of when the money just becomes the same. Um, and a lot of multi 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 millionaires business you know entrepreneurs and things like that will will say that you will see that in a lot of places if you actually look for it and stop looking at the glitz and glamour of this bullshit online selling you the dream of oh my god i've got a ferrari now and you could have a ferrari too if you spend two thousand pound with me on this course and i will tell you this that shit is fucking bullshit um you know, you will see the real entrepreneurs talking about how fucking hard it was how much sacrifice it takes and how much the money begins to not like matter it matters to a degree of, you know, if you want to sell a business in the future and, you know, if you're selling a products and things, money is important I don't want you to get that mistaken when it comes to um, it's, a, it's a metric, it's a success metric in your business not a success metric of yourself, it's a business metric success, uh, success metric and you know if you're beating your revenue quarter and quarter or week on week or whatever it may be, um, then that's how you analyse it but I do personally money believe you get to a certain point where you earn X amount of money and then everything else after that just becomes a number Um and yes, obviously you still you still keep pursuing the goal and things like that. But for me, I'm quite surprised at myself if I look back to when I was twenty, um, and the way I thought about money um, to where I am today. Money is not my main driver. Money is actually the, the last on the list. Um, and I'm saying this because I feel like so many people do it for money and do it for the approval of others and i think that just creates a very unhealthy mindset um when the shit gets hard which it does trust me and believe me it gets fucking hard and some days you think why do i bother seriously and you know what it's all worth it because I love being challenged and if you've got a work ethic and passion to do you know create your own business and do whatever it is that you want to do you will just push through those bad days and you will always always keep going no matter how many times you want to quit but if money is your only priority and your only motivation then what happens when you might lose a bit of money or business isn't going well or something happens or, you know, whatever it is, you're going to become miserable. Or what happens when, you know, you tell yourself your goal is I want to earn a million and then you earn a million. Do you think you're going to be happy or do you think you're just going to want another million? Because I know the answer. Um, I listen to a lot of business men and women, um, super successful entrepreneurs and they all say the same thing money is probably the last on their list as a priority as like what gets them up in the morning. It's fulfilling their purpose, it's helping others, um, it's whatever it is you know just dependent on the business but money is just a byproduct, and I think more people need to vocalise that because I see so many things like millionaire mindset and all this shit and I just think you know what you listen to them people because you might be inspired by um, you know the millionaire mindset, But a lot of those people may be very unself-developed and unhappy people that are putting out there their opinions and advice on what you should adopt and your approach you should take. And it might make you just more miserable, but you might think, I'll be happy because that person looks happy and they're very successful and they have a Lamborghini and they have this and they have that, whatever it may be, you know. Um, But I don't really like to... that people would compare themselves that, and i just don't like that whole ideology of millionaire mindset it just doesn't sit right with me i'd rather someone you know be saying about happiness mindset and how to be happy and run a business like that's what's important um and things like that and people get lured into that false sense of security about oh, I'm hustling whilst you're sleeping, and oh my God, if I wanna be successful, I need to wake up at 5 a.m. and all this. No, you need to, if you wanna be successful, you need to establish what success means to you first. Um, if it's money, then yeah, perhaps you would make more money by waking up at 5 a.m. because there's more hours in the day and you'd be able to start work earlier. But if that's not your success metric, then like, fuck that. Like, if you wanna have sleep, that's what's successful to me. Feeling very well rested, feeling happy, feeling productive and feeling proactive, those are like success to me because then I can do my job better. It's not comparing myself to the hustlers of the world that wake up at 5am. So I want people to like not, just stop absorbing that kind of shit because I really just disagree with it. Um, but if that motivates you to get up out of bed in the morning or it motivates you to start your business, like whatever. like Don't let me um, tell you what to listen to and what not to. But I just don't think it is a realistic and sustainable mindset. Um, so yeah, so now we've established the kind of why, um, and we need to move away from money being the driving force. I, I know, actually knew somebody um, when I asked what their motivation was, they said to pay themselves more of a salary, and their business was doing quite well, and they were already paying themselves a decent salary because they were travelling a lot. Um, they had nice things. Um, they never, you know, seemed short of money at all. So for that to be a driving force just to pay yourself more money, it's an ego move. And they also contradicted with they wanted their business to be X, Y, Z, and they wanted to have <clears throat> this much revenue. And you think you're, you're a contradictory of yourself um, that you want to pay yourself more money for your personal uh, you know, in your personal life, but you also want your business to grow. But the two contradict each other. And I think People, I don't think that came from, a, I don't think they realized that. Um, and I think that comes from those perceptions online of see, comparing yourself to other people. And that is something a lot of business owners do. They'll compare themselves to other business owners and also other businesses that are similar to theirs. Um, and everybody can make themselves appear to be more successful than they are online themselves and their businesses um you'll see a lot of businesses that appear to be doing phenomenal but their actual profit is probably you know could be very very low um so it's very important to understand that um rather than just comparing on social media um i don't i don't think that's a good um i don't think that's a healthy place to be in comparing yourself ever to any anybody or anything on social media especially with business because you never know the full story um because I know, speaking for myself, I don't put every shit day that I have in business or every stress that I have in business on social media because who does? And that's not a case of being false. It's just, if you post every bad day, it's you just It's just not, why would you do that? Um, but I always try and be real um, and open about the fact that business is not easy. Um, whether there's a million good days and one bad or a million bad and one good just business and you quickly realise what you're in this for when those bad days accumulate and things are sent to really test you at times Um, and if you can still you know if you can be resilient and keep pushing through and remembering why you started then your business will, I imagine, flourish and somebody asked me on Instagram tips and tricks for running your own business and starting your own business and the first one that came to my mind was one that my grandad taught me and my granddad had his bus- his own business for I think about 20 years um, and, you know, was very hard working in every job that he had prior to him starting that business and... He built his business based on relationships and his integrity of him as a person. So always being a good person has always sat with me um, and client relationships. But the main lesson that my granddad also taught me was, I can't remember if he was in a job or when he was starting his business, there was something. And he went to see potentially a client or somebody, I can't really remember. And it was really high up in this building. And I don't think they had like lifts at that time. Um, so he walked up all these stairs and this man said to him oh could you just go and get me, it was the equivalent of like a screw or this bolt or something for this machine, I don't know really what it was can't remember the full story and it meant my grandma going all the way back down the stairs um, just to get that and he did and he came all the way back up and he either retained that client or got a promotion or something but the lesson he taught me was nothing is beneath you and always work your hardest, especially when you're starting a new business or starting something new, um, hard work beats all. And to add on to that, and there's a quote, do more than you're paid for and soon be paid for more than you do. And it might be in better words than that, but it's something like that anyway. Um, but it's so, so true. And I can speak from experience with that one. When I started face and Fit, I coached so many girls for free, and then when I started to charge, I was charging like twenty-five pounds a month. It was nothing, next to nothing, um, in comparison to where the business is now. And same for Connect Four. I started my first. I charged my first client five hundred pounds a month, and for the hours and time I was putting into that, it was it was nothing. Um, but I didn't see it like that because. Money wasn't my driving force. Um, I already had the business. I already had a successful business, um, so it wasn't that I needed to, you know, make ends meet and things like that. I already had the security of the set, of the first business. Um, but the second one, I spoke about this in my first podcast, was about being creative for me and challenging myself. So I worked tirelessly for that five hundred pounds. I perfected everything I possibly could, I went to every single meeting, I liaised with the clients, I picked up every single call, I did way more than I was being paid for but within the mass, within the space of that first month, they doubled what they were paying me um, the following month because they saw how hard I was working and that then got me so many recommendations and resulted in my business just growing in London simply based on recommendations of how hard I worked. It was kind of well known um, at one point that Helen will get back to your emails at 1, 2, 3am. And that wasn't because I was obsessed with work. I just wanted to just work so hard and give the clients the service they deserve. And there was just actually that much work that was needed to be done. But I never wanted to let a client down because I wanted to keep my reputation of Helen is the hardest worker and that is why she will retain our business and it worked and fast forward about 6 months after that i was able to charge clients 10 times what i charged that first client and that was based on my portfolio of work that i'd done and the clients i had acquired from that mindset and i wouldn't have got that client at, you know my it was actually my biggest client to date at that six or or seven month mark, had I have not adopted that mindset, had I have gone into that first client with a bit of an ego because I didn't need the money. I just wanted to do, you know, I wanted to do the work. I wanted to work with them. I could have gone in there and asked for triple, if not four times the amount and refused to work. But do you know what? Where would that have got me? It might have got me one or two or three months with that client. So would I rather have had, you know, say 1500 pounds for three months or would I rather have had the business that I've got today? with the longevity in it and the reputation that I have for being a hard worker, well I think the answer's just, I don't even need to answer that question. Um, So that is a tip that I would recommend to anybody, it is doing more than you're paid to do initially and working very fucking hard um, because that is what's going to build your reputation and your client base and whatever it is in whatever um, scope of business that you do. um, And then start to, once you understand how to be a business owner and you start to get to grips with it all, then you put, you know, continuing to perfect your skill or your service or whatever it may be, then start to understand your value a bit more and look at market research of what others are charging and kind of just understand what is the reasonable price. And you know what? When you're, Reputation is so strong for being such a hard worker you'll be able to charge them top prices so don't be short sighted when you start a business with how much you're trying to charge and I would recommend for people if they can to start a business alongside something else that's already financially supporting them because you alleviate the stress of trying to pay the bills straight away. you have more time to figure things out and understand and you can have the luxury of charging that lower price and building your way up. Um, Not everybody starts a business like that. Some people come straight out of college, university, or some people quit their job and start a business. But I feel like it's not... People might think that's a safe option, but I think it's a smart option. Um, And people say, you'll throw yourself in the deep. And yeah, I'm totally here for that. But there's a way of being smart. You don't get a medal for who suffered the most or whatever it is in business. So... That is my piece of advice um, and a tip and trick if you like, what I recommend to all business startups, um, especially in service-based businesses. Um, when it, obviously when it comes to products, there's probably only some which you can charge before, you know, by the time you've covered your overheads and your tax and VAT and all that kind of stuff. But the next topic I'm gonna speak about is the struggles in business and things that I find hard. And maybe you can relate Or if you're thinking about starting a business you might be able to relate at some stage in the future i might prepare you for starting your own business um but there's so many different things and each day or week i might be faced with a new challenge and i learn i grow i evolve and that is why i love being a business owner because i don't feel i would be able to learn as much as i do um now in you know in a in a job where i'm employed because you're not going to necessarily be faced with challenges and different challenges which test you as a person as well so that is one thing I do love about business and I'm grateful for every challenge because I, otherwise I wouldn't grow and learn and become more resilient but for me some of the struggles is the it's a lonely affair um now obviously I have Chris and I share everything with Chris and Chris is always my shoulder to cry on, and I've cried in his lap so many times. Just lay there and cried on his shoulder. And in the beginning, I I did feel very alone um, in what I was doing because people don't understand how many hours you have to work sometimes, um, especially if they're not a business owner themselves, or their business may not require as many hours at that time, but you have to work tirelessly if you want to succeed at anything. Um, So for me, I didn't always have people that understood how often I needed to work and I remember an ex's dad used to say to me, like, when are you going to get a proper job? Um, Instead of being on that computer all day and I was like, I'm running a business and that contributed to me feeling quite alone and... That kind of doesn't go away until, you know, you've got that strong support system who, you know, you can always vent to and speak to and they just understand and they can always offer advice. But not everybody's privileged to have that and I wasn't either until, you know, I met Chris and there's so many. So that is just one, just feeling quite alone um, and not wanting to speak about every hard time with with your friends as well, even if they are supportive. We keep a lot back um stress management is another one um but i didn't used to be good at stress management i'm now more i'm now better at stress management because i understand um my thoughts and emotions a lot more Uh, i i practice meditation um i make sure i have time for me before i give myself to the world and my work Um, I spend about an hour a morning, um, whether that's walking, listening to a podcast, writing, planning something um, that's not work related. I always make sure I do that before I start my work and I didn't used to do that and as soon as I'd open my eyes, I'd check my emails and letting that, it just stressed me out straight away. So stress management is something that it's a skill that takes a while to be not necessarily perfected because I still get stressed but to be worked on. Um so that's the second one. And then the third one, which is quite a big one, is recruiting the right people. And that is very, very hard. And not everybody has your vision and that's okay. But knowing that and accepting that is a different story. Um it can be quite frustrating and you just sometimes you know you, you hire the wrong person and You feel like you've wasted time and you've trained that person and then they might let you down or they might just not be right for the job. And then the other struggle is how to speak to your staff because if they're, say, not performing, you need to have a conversation with them, but you also want to be that person who empowers other people and empowers their staff. And for me, that is something I struggled with was that boundary. I feel, in the past, people have seen me as a friend too much to be that understanding and that structure. So I feel I have made that mistake in the past of being too much of a friend um, to my members of staff, where, in in more recent experiences, I've been very black and white. And that doesn't mean me being a bitch, or it a- just means setting boundaries and not be sat there speaking about getting your nails done it's speak about the the work at hand and that's that and just everybody has an understanding of and who does what and something that I'm always learning is how to be the business owner and how to manage staff and manage people because people have a lot of different emotions and their own personal things going on in their life which can flood into work so You have to kind of know how to manage all that to some degree and something that I'm still continually learning and I think the more and more I learn about emotional intelligence the more it has helped me manage staff. Um, But I will say something I haven't necessarily struggled with in business and that is the fear of failure. I can't be motivated by the fear of failure because it's being fueled by negative feelings. And I see a lot of that, you know, a lot of quotes that say motivated by the fear of failure. But for me, it just I just can't get my head into that. I'm not motivated by like, what is failure? Is failure having no money left? If you work hard and stay true to yourself and your work ethic, that shouldn't happen. So that's what really motivates me is just staying true to who I am and I know I've got an insane work ethic and I always have done and that for me is what I am motivated by staying true to myself and that in turn should hopefully not result in a failure in business, but I don't think anything's a failure. I really don't. I've actually got tattooed somewhere on my body. I can't remember where it is. Oh, it's on my foot, actually. I always forget because I've got like six tattoos and I hate them all. I want to get them all removed. I've got one that's half removed. Um, it says, never never a failure, always a lesson. Cheesy as shit, but it's so true. And if you adopt that mindset of, if you do fail, so what? Like You'll learn from it. You will 100% learn from every failure, if that's what you know you want to call it. So for me, failure is not, um, the fear of failure is not my motivation at all. And I think the more people get rid of that mindset, I think it'll just create a happier, more sustained happiness when it comes to running a business because who wants who? to be motivated by the figure in the bank and who wants to be motivated by the fear of not having it? Because for me, it just don't sit right with me because I think if you lost all your money through business, then I'm sure your work ethic would be able to make it back somehow. So um, yeah, that for me is uh, is not um, is not a struggle. But I've covered a few of the things that I do struggle with, and another one is continually staying on top of your industry. That is something that's hard because you're operating a business, you're managing staff, and you need to stay on top all the time and stay innovative and just keep going. So. For me, that is probably a few of my struggles and things that I've found hard in business in a nutshell. And yeah, I'm going to probably wrap it up here because I feel like I've spoken quite a lot on this podcast. And if you're still here to the end, I appreciate you so, so if much. if you love this podcast, you can now follow it on Instagram. I've created an Instagram for it where I'll be sharing a multitude of different things. It won't just be, this will be opening discussions, it will be doing Q&As and we'll be, we will be getting real and raw so if you want to give it a follow, the Instagram name is This Is Real and Raw. Pretty simple. So would love to see you there guys. But until next time, over and out.